Happy New Year, everybody. This week, we're going to join the hashtag one word movement um, and discuss our words and our vision for 2020. So um, I know Joelle and I have talked about it. And Ashley, how do you feel about one word? Well, I think when uh, when this topic came up, I said, what's seeing it everywhere? <laughs> But it's like one of those things. And of course, me, what did I do over winter break? I disconnected from everything. So then when I come back on, I keep seeing this like one word thing. And I was like, what is this? Um, so yeah, so when you guys talked about it, I said, yeah, I think it's a great idea. So that way you can teach me. What is this new phenomenon? That's awesome. Well, I mean, when you think about it, many people have New Year's resolutions but how many of us really honor them for 365 days? I mean, goodness, how many of us even can get out of the month of January with our New Year's resolutions? Not me. Right? It's so hard. <laughs> so the idea. I don't think I made a New Year's resolution this year. <laughs> and, well, maybe after this recording, you'll kind of, you'll, you'll pick your word and you'll, you'll take it as a vision. Because the idea behind it is that you choose one word that encapsulates or embodies your goals for the upcoming year. So instead of saying, you know, I want to lose weight, I want to eat more vegetables, I want to spend more time with family, and this like laundry list of things that, you know, you do or you, or you maybe you don't take care of, it's just one word and it's your goal, it's your vision, and it keeps you focused. And a lot of people have found great success by doing that. And of course, you can use it for professional goals, you can use it for personal goals, a hybrid, you know, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I even have my class working on it, you know, as well, which is interesting. I'm sure they, I'm sure they enjoy it. I know somebody else who has their kids work on it. And I think it's, it's something that the kids enjoy because it gives them a word to focus on for the rest of the school year. I think so. I had a lot of kids in my class. I have one little girl that picked perseverance. I was proud of her for that. I have a lot of kids picking focus and it was really sweet because they're like, so many kids are picking focus. And I was like, I know, but it's such a good word for us because you know, <laughs> we need to focus. We, we lose focus boys and girls. So I think it's great. Like let's embrace it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So Aaron, what's your word? Um, you know what? I, so <laughs> it's really funny. I actually have had over the course of, like the break, I had three words and I finally settled on one. So my first word was, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember now. Uh, oh, resolve. Um, and then it turned into question and then it turned into why, (laughs) because I felt like my life is so, uh, like I started with resolve and I felt like I couldn't make a decision to save my life because everything was, my life was turned upside down. We moved to Florida, a new job, you know, trying to figure out life without any family, um, trying to figure out how, you know, how to handle like the commute and just my way around this place that I'd never been and you know, with the book and trying to keep up with the podcast and just everything in life became so much more challenging. So I I felt like I couldn't, felt like I was spinning in circles. So I was 
wondering why can't I do this and why can't I do that and why can't I do this? And so then I decided I was going to resolve myself to say, like, just make a decision and and it's not a wrong decision. You can always change your mind. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to resolve to make decisions. And then I was like, no, wait, I need to resolve to ask questions. No, wait, I need to resolve to push back and ask why, whether it's why for me, why am I making this decision? Why are you doing this? Like, m- help me understand these things better. So it's like a learning process. So, <laughs> so my resolve went right out the window. Uh, <laughs> but I feel really good about why because it it can be why for me it can be why I don't understand it can be why not when I start to worry like is this something that I should do or could do well why not you know so that's my word for this year Um, and I've done it for the last two years and I I feel like um, it's much easier to stick with (laughs) than the whole laundry list of resolutions I agree. I started, I think the first year I did it was one of my last years at our, our the school where we all um, were working together. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, um, you know, was something that like I, it, it, I used throughout, I mean, at least until the summer. It was like, nope, this is your word. This is your focus. And I think it just kind of, you know, just gives you that drive and that reminder, um, if you will. But you know, again, like I had multiple words for this year and I really wasn't sure, but I decided, um, and I think even when I was first introducing it to my students, I might've even started out with, um, a different word, but ultimately I landed at purposeful because for, for me, I need to be more purposeful in the decisions that I'm making to make sure that they're healthy for me, whether it's healthy professionally, healthy mentally, I just want to be much more purposeful in what I'm doing um, so that I, you know, I I can just have, you know, a much better outcome. And I think that's, you know, essentially really my, my goal and my vision. I think that's fantastic. Good luck. You guys are making me think over here because you both have, I mean, I think that those are both great words, the why and how it can be so easily adapted to kind of any situation Mm -hmm. and the purposeful Joelle of just being very intentional, I guess, about Mm -hmm. everything that, um, that you're doing. And I love how these also, it's not just, you know, content specific as, as far as like, professional life or personal life like it kind of goes throughout everything yeah and it's interweaved through everything on our instagram i asked um i put out the question like what's your one word and i'm trying to remember um uh sam fesich her word is shine aj right i thought that was perfect for her um, AJ Bianco, his word was go, which I thought was fantastic. It made me think oh. of that, uh, okay, go video. I, yeah. And then Maggie, Maggie Cox actually answered and I can't remember what her word was. I'm sure it was fantastic. Cause she's awesome. Oh, clearly value her value. Isn't nice. that awesome? That is awesome. 
Okay, yeah. so I might sit down and, and brainstorm. Maybe my word will change just like you guys. But um, I think your word is now, Ashley, right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's making me think of um, Hope and Wake King did an Instagram Live the other day. And in it, um, they it actually made me think of you, Erin, because they were talking all about, like, the balance and how there is no balance. And Hope was saying something to the effect, and I'm going to butcher her exact words, but Something to the effect of, like, there is no balance, but what there is is, like, there are priorities. Oh, so that – it? Yeah. I, so I didn't watch that one, but when she was pregnant with Maverick, she said the exact same thing. And that was kind of my frame of inspiration for, like, the book. Like, hey, we can't find balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Sorry. So I was listening to that, and I <laughs> – Kind of was like okay like this is a really good way to look at it because we always have like the endless to-do list right the yeah. endless to-do list at home at work you know with family with friends it's just kind of it never ends um and so I really liked how she had kind of talked about well it's not about finding the balance because you're never going to find it but Mm-mm. it's about prioritizing things and so maybe that would be an initial thought um perhaps that would be my word is priorities and prioritizing Um, because I feel like that is kind of, you know, my goal a little bit more. I mean, I work, I work, live, I sleep, I eat all in the same place. That's at home. (laughs) (laughs) And so sometimes it's important, I think, to just, um, you know, make a list of what's most important in those priorities and then focus on that. Maybe your word should be out. (laughs) <laughs> get out <laughs> oh my well, goodness everybody, I... go ahead Erin no Joelle I think no I, just before we wrap it up I saw um, I, I just looked it up because I wanted to make sure I got her name correct um, so it's Christina Holspice she is really fantastic with Wakelet and Flipgrid and she, I, I believe I'm giving the right person credit. I saw that she took the one word movement a step further and she incorporated it with Flipgrid and then recording yourself like with this testimonial saying like, okay, here is my word, you know, here, here's my reason why. And then printing out the QR code and putting it on your bathroom mirror and then scanning it anytime you need that reminder of yourself telling you okay here are your goals here's why you wanted to do it and i thought that was pretty cool that is really cool and i mean that would be so cool to do in the classroom too just as that reminder right yeah i think so yeah maybe we'll i'll add that to our uh our collaborative google slide Well, everyone in the Instagram, Twitter world, we want to know what is your one word. So we will definitely have this on our Instagram and on our Twitter. Mm -hmm. So let us know. And we just want to thank everyone for joining us. If you like what you heard today and you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would so appreciate it. And that would help other educators to find us too. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at undercaffeinated. And we cannot wait to hear from you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. 
The Edge of Match Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida.